Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's so much more interesting for the listener. Welcome back to At Your Service. Brad Young in with you for another hour. And uh, glad you're with us. Thanks for staying up late with us this evening. And as I mentioned a previous hour, you know, At Your Service means we want to hear from you. We've been talking about the gun case that came down from the Supreme Court. Uh, and if you've got some thoughts or opinions on that, 314 436 7900 314-436-7900. Call or text. Would love to hear from you. We've also got some other news of the day that we're going to get to as the show unfolds this evening. Uh, but uh, but until then, let's just go back to the phones. And, uh, hey, welcome to KMOX. Hello? Hello. Welcome to KMOX. Uh, yeah, this is Sean. I just want to say that I thought you tried, you, you treated Chuck very bad. Okay, in what way? He, he, because he he brought up a uh, 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 a a voice activation thing that the, the Attorney General of the United States brought up. Because you guys been you, you're on your own thing here, man. Well, talk you're to me trying, about this. I cut off. I, I cut off. Hang on a second. I cut off Chuck because he cussed on the air, and so I had to hit oh, the dump I'm button. Sorry. I'm sorry. Did the attorney general talk to? Did he exact say the exact exact same thing in the testimony? Well, he did. did. He exact, yeah, but oh, you can't say that on Camo X. So listen to me. But let's talk about on. the point. Let's talk about the issue that Chuck raised. What are your thoughts on that? The point is that you people on Camo X, and I, this is ridiculous. Honestly. In what way? Tell me how it's ridiculous. Because Camo X has been overtaken by conservative. Uh, bye bye. Now we're taking get rid of Sharon. Now, uh, well, we got we've got a uh, we've got a great lineup here this evening. Everyone wants to call up and cuss. So sorry, you can't do that. I told you it would raise some uh, raise the blood pressure a little bit because we've been talking about guns. We're going to talk about abortion. There's a case on religion, and we're talking politics. So all of those things, I get it. It brings out the best and the worst of us, uh, but that's okay. Uh, that's what we're here for as long as we comply with FCC rules. Uh, but one of the things I just want to mention uh, to wrap up this conversation about the gun issue is, uh, and if you listen to the rhetoric 
that will be coming from the progressives. And by the way, before I even get into this, I do want to address one issue that Sharon was making when he said that X has been, in his words, overtaken by conservatives. Well, let me let me examine that for just a moment, because the only show that has been on X for years that was actually a conservative show was Rush Limbaugh. And Rush Limbaugh passed away. And when he did, X replaced the conservative three hours of radio with St. Louis Talks, which was not political in any way. Was it conservative? Was it liberal? Was it political? They were talking about the news of the day. The only other program that was on X was the Mark Reardon Show. And what happened with the Mark Reardon Show? Mark Reardon Show got shifted over to 97.1, and it was replaced with Dave Glover. The Dave Glover Show isn't political either. They may once in a blue moon stray into some politics, but predominantly it's a, it's a culture-driven, comedy-driven show that's not politically driven. So the, the previous caller, and I've had other people call him up before, and they say, oh, KMOX is so conservative. And so I want to debunk that. Because the two programs that were on X that were predominantly conservative are no longer on X. The only other two political shows of any kind that's on X is, number one, whenever you have At Your Service or the, the uh, Hancock and Kelly when they're on in the mornings, and one's conservative and one's liberal. So they balance each other out. How is that? That's called fair and balanced. How is that conservative? And then there's me. And I am conservative. I don't shy away from that. But I always want to talk about ideas. I don't insult people. I don't want to make fun of people. I want to talk about the ideas that are behind either our legal system, our judicial system, or our culture. And I always limit it to ideas. Because uh, I, I believe it was Eleanor Roosevelt who once said, yeah, that great arch conservative, Eleanor Roosevelt, said, small minds discuss people. Average minds discuss events. Great minds discuss ideas. So I try to raise that level to, to discuss ideas. And am I a conservative? You bet I am. I'll never shy away from that. But I want to discuss the ideas, not just call people stupid idiots or morons like we hear a lot of the discourse that we hear, particularly on social media. So just to put that issue to rest, for those who think X is just a whole bunch of conservative radio, it is not. Now, listen, I fill in a lot over on 97.1. I fill in for Annie Fry. I fill in for Mark Reardon. I don't fill in for Mark Cox because I cannot get up at 4.30 in the morning. But having said that, uh, yeah, there's a lot of conservative, excellent conservative talk on 97.1. That is not on X. So if you disagree with me, though, Feel free to call in. I'll be happy to take your calls, 314-436-7900. When we come back, we're going to venture into other news of the day, particularly about other cases that could be coming from the Supreme Court. And interestingly enough, Alexa. Yeah, we're going to talk about Alexa here on At Your Service, Camo X. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to George Carlin Night here on Camel X. Uh, people keep calling up. Uh, trying to get past uh, the uh, call screener, but that's impossible because Matt Pajeski is on it. He's on it. Uh, he's faster than a pickleball player over there to hit the dump button. So it's you're, it's not going to happen. It's simply not going to happen. So, but what is going to happen is we're going to talk to Robert. Hey, Robert, uh, welcome to KMOX. Yes. So um, I want to talk about the whole gas price situation. Okay. Uh, you know, they talk about uh, suspending the gas tax. Yes. Uh, so we can have relief at the pump. The gas tax is not the problem. Hmm. It's the manufacturers. Because, see, I have a problem when ExxonMobil say they made $350 billion in profit for a quarter. Why, I mean, why do you have a problem with that? Why do you have a problem with that, Robert? Well, I mean, gas in St. Louis is right at $5 a gallon. I mean, right. how much profit do you really need to, you know, to survive? And, you know, General Joe is, you know, steady pushing out money just to survive. $300 billion, not million, billion with a B. That's, but, that's a lot of money. It is a lot of money, but let's use that. Let's use Exxon for just a, a moment to discuss. Exxon, do you think Exxon sets the price of their oil when they bring it out of the ground? No, no, they no, don't it, set it, the price. It's 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 a whole monopoly behind all of that. But uh, you no, know, it's, it's called a commodity. It's dollars. it's called a commodity. Well, let's that's why I want to talk about the issue and see if we can understand it together, because. A commodity means that the price is not set by any one company. If it were, that would be a monopoly, and the monopolies are illegal. So yes. if Exxon doesn't set the price, they simply are selling it at the market price. The market is driven by supply and demand. How on earth could Exxon lower the price? Because if they did, no no one else would lower the price. It wouldn't accomplish anything other than making them less profits for their shareholders. It wouldn't lower the price of anything that you pay. So why, again, why is that a bad thing? 
I, you know, I, I, I guess I'm looking at it because I have to spend a hundred dollars yes. to fill up a vehicle right. to get back and forth to work. But see, this and, is where economics comes in, Robert, because just as economics prevents Exxon from lowering the price, there is one guaranteed surefire way to lower the price for what you pay. Because economics always comes down to supply and demand. If there's a low, high demand and low supply, the price goes up. But there's a surefire way to fix that, Robert, that is increase the supply. And if the Biden administration would increase drilling, would increase the, the work of the refineries who take the oil and turn it into gasoline, and if we had approved the, ex, the uh, uh, Keystone pipeline that, that was supposed to go in under the Trump administration, but Biden nixed it, at that point we would have a greater supply, and if we had a greater supply, the price would be lower. Yeah. You agree with that? You know, I, 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 I agree with that. Okay. But so it's I not mean, just the greedy oil companies who are setting the price of oil because they don't set the price. The market sets the price. The problem is we have an administration that refuses to produce fossil fuels. And so because of that, and they, and they pinch the oil companies to prevent them from doing it through regulations— there's less oil, which means less gasoline, which means Robert pays more when you gas up your tank. I, I agree with that. Good. See, I told you we could come I, to an agreement. Yeah. I mean, this it, is, you know, I, I know COVID is real, but it's like everybody is blaming COVID for rising prices. And they're saying the war overseas is creating a shortage on wheat. They are paying farmers in the United States not to grow. I know. Isn't so that the dumbest thing you've ever heard in your life? Yeah, because <laughs> you, you, if you don't have a surplus, then you have a big demand. So it's like, okay, well, quit paying these farmers not to farm. Exactly. Those it are your goes, tax dollars, Robert, that go to pay people to not plant wheat or corn or whatever it is they're growing. It, it's ridiculous. But that's yeah, government. And I, five years ago, there was a guy in O'Fallon, Missouri, who bought some land at the Iowa-Missouri border. Mm -hmm. And... When it got time for him to get Social Security, he told him, I don't need it. You've paid me $2.5 million not to grow anything, so I don't need Social Security. But he has to take it because that's the way it was set up. And he's like, well, I don't need it. Because <laughs> they paid him not to grow something on <laughs> land that is that will produce a crop. Right. And I just think that, you know, they need to look at some of these programs that they created. I agree. And That's why we need to be a part of our government system, Robert, to make sure that our politicians are representing our interests. And it's not in our interest to pay farmers to do nothing. Hey, we're going to need to move along here, Robert, but I thank you for calling in this evening. I thank you for taking my call. Oh, it's great to talk to you. Yeah, I'm waiting for a government program where the government will pay lawyers not to practice law. That's 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 really what I want. Is I want someone to write me a check and say, "Brad, we don't want we don't want you to practice law. Here's a big fat check." 
No, of course that's never going to happen. And the same is true with farmers. You know, I just got a text where someone is talking about uh, that that everything is expensive, cars, homes, uh, even pinball machines, the texter says, but a big recession is coming. And you know what? Uh, there are so many economists who are predicting that uh, that there's going to be a recession. We get a lot of lot of economists who are predicting that. And so we're going to see. I even talked to someone, Evan Sowers from Central Bank earlier about whether he would predict it or not. And he wouldn't go on on record of saying whether we will or whether we won't. But I will tell you, a lot of economists are predicting it. We only have a few minutes left here, but Buck has been holding, and I want to go to him. Hey, Buck, welcome to CamelX. Hey, how you doing? I'm actually on my way to North Dakota oil fields. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to correct uh, some people are thinking that the XL pipeline would increase supply, which I want to make sure that everybody knows. The company XL, Canadian oil company XL, they already shipped that oil. They just do it on an American-owned pipeline, and they got to pay for that per barrel. They right. just want their own pipeline so they don't have to pay another company to ship it. Well, I, I know, and I, just, I, and I understand that, Buck, but if the pipeline, if the XL pipeline were, were would have been approved, then the oil that came from the Canadian oil fields through the XL pipeline would have freed up other pipelines to transport more oil to refineries located in the southwestern United States. So the additional pipeline would would create a greater supply of oil to the refineries, which would then in turn create a greater supply of gasoline and lower the price. Isn't that right? True. But I just wanted to make sure everybody knew that Excel already ships the oil. Oh, sure, they already ship the oil. But they're, but they're using pipelines that could be used by a different company to ship more oil. So the more pipelines that would be in existence, the greater the supply of oil flowing in to the refineries. Buck, I really yes, appreciate sir. you clarifying that for Thank us. You, Thank you. Thanks for calling in. Uh, yeah, and that's why supply and demand, it's not that hard to understand. And yet we have President Biden who says it's the oil company's fault that you're, you're paying more at the pump. And it's not. It's not the oil company's fault. It's not the fault that they're making lots of money for their shareholders. That's what happens when the market goes up. And when the market goes down, they make very little money. That's called capitalism. And if the government tries to control that, you remember, and I want to end this segment on this idea. If you're old enough to remember, Matt Pajeski here is not, but uh, if you're old enough to remember the 1970s, we had gas lines. You could only gas up your car on even or odd days based upon the number on your license plate. The reason those gas lines were in place is because Washington, who never understands economics, artificially said gas cannot cost more than this amount of money. Well, whenever they put a lid on what the gas companies could charge to sell their product, guess what happens? They made less of the product. I mean, if you're going to lose money on something, you don't keep doing it. I had a client, again, my, at my law firm, I had a client 20 years ago. I won't name the client, but they said, Brad, we're only going to pay you X amount of dollars per hour. And I said, I can't make any money doing that. I've got people's salaries to pay. I've got health insurance to pay. I've got, I've got real estate to pay for the rent on our office space. I've got 
phone lines to pay for, computers to pay for. I can't make any money if you're only going to pay me that paltry amount per hour to handle your claims. The response was, well, we'll give you lots of claims. You'll have more files than you could ever want to handle. And I, I pointed out, I said, what you're telling me is you're going to give me more opportunities to lose more money. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna lose if I'm gonna lose a thousand dollars on every case you send me, sending me ten files just means I lose ten thousand dollars. And sending me a hundred files means I meet lose a hundred thousand dollars. So you can't make it up with volume when you're losing money. That's what happened to the oil companies in the 70s. When you artificially put the price at a certain point so that people are happy paying it, but then there's no supply. And that's really what we're hearing today from Washington when they want to push down, artificially push down the price of oil without using market forces, but using the control and the power of the federal government. If you do that, you're going to dry up the supply because no one is going to produce and drill and ship oil in order to lose money. Nobody does that. And, and we've already seen how that works in the 70s, and yet apparently Washington has forgotten what happened when we tried to do that. 314-436-7900, call or text. Phone lines are open. Would love to hear from you, but we have to take a we have to take a break here in order to pay for the station. That's what we've got to do. So we'll be right back. Don't go away. Hey, thanks for staying up late with us here on Camo X. Brad Young in with you till 10 o'clock. And Mike's been holding through the break. Hey, Mike, welcome to Camo X. Hey, Brad, how you doing? It's great to hear your voice. Hey, I like it when you're on. Um, I got to ask you a question. Yeah. I'm having trouble with uh, the Rodney Davis, Mary Miller deal. Okay. Um, I'm what not in particular? asking for, uh, well, you know, the ads are so conflicting and you don't know Ugh. what to believe. I'm not asking for your uh, endorsement of either one, just the facts and, uh, I'll hang up and listen. No, I don't want you to hang up and listen. Hang on a second, Mike. I, I, that's very broad. Is there something in particular that you're questioning that we can discuss? Uh, I, well, I, it's, it's, it's quite obvious with the ads. Mary Miller was endorsed by Trump. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they say um, Ronnie Davis is uh, buddies with Pelosi, which uh, makes me ill. That's not and, true, um, though. Do you really think that you really think that a very conservative— uh, Republican is going to be friends with Nancy Pelosi. I mean that. Well, that's just well, absurd. Uh, apparently, he voted with her a thousand times. Is that is that? Can they lie? No, but here's what can happen. There are so many bills, Mike, that come to Congress, like saying that October is Pumpkin Month. Okay, and Congress votes on these silly things. Well, of course, everyone's going to vote for that. And Pelosi and Rodney Davis could both vote for October being Pumpkin Month. But that doesn't mean they're in bed together. I see. Well, that's why I'm asking. Okay. So uh, it's really hard to make a decision about voting based upon watching TV ads. Because the ads are many times very misleading. Uh, So so I would tell you to educate. You have to you have to go and research. There's lots of great websites out there uh, that track voting. Uh, I'm just going to give you one quick example. Uh, the uh, there's I think it's the called the the Center for Conservative Studies, but I don't remember the exact name of it. That's not exactly right. But there's also one on the left, and they rank 
individuals by their voting record on how conservative they are or how liberal they are or how centrist they are. Now, that's a very accurate measurement because that's, that doesn't, you know, if they're voting on October being pumpkin month, that's not going to register as being liberal or conservative. So that's a far better gauge. So I would tell you to research the voting records of the individuals that you're considering voting for. That's going to be far better than making a snap decision based upon a 20-second TV ad. Well, you're right. And I would encourage you to talk about that more often because people out in RFD, you know, we listen to you guys a lot and we really don't know. You know, okay. how do you know? Well, I love breaking down the issues here because – to me, that's what's exciting is discussing ideas, and I'm glad that, Mike, I'm glad that you're along for the ride, my friend. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Brett. You're welcome. Talk to you soon. Uh, hey, Mary's been holding. Mary, welcome to KMOX. Hey, Brad. Good to talk to you. I just didn't want you to feel like a, a, a lonely person with uh, <laughs> with the way some of the callers were tonight. So uh. I thought maybe somebody... Somebody saying calling in might be nice. Thank you. As long and, uh, listen, I, I I'm not picky. All you got to do is not curse on the air, and I'm going to love you. I mean that that <laughs> that sets the bar pretty low. There you go. Well, my mother taught me better, so I would never curse on Very the air. Good. So uh, there you go. Well, I've always had the but idea. You are correct. I've always had the idea, Mary, that people who cuss only do so because they have a limited vocabulary. If you had a very correct. better vocabulary, you would come up with better ways to express your thoughts and ideas. So yes, I'm glad yes, you're in that right. same club. What's on your mind? <laughs> well, I just wanted to let the world know and everybody listening on KMOX know that it was actually Biden, as soon as he took office, as soon as he took his magic pen out and stopped pipelines and stopped drilling, yep. he started our prices going up. He is at fault. He'll never admit it. And no. like you said, they don't understand economics. No, and that's not at why all. they do such a lousy job in Washington, because money is no object to them, mm-hmm. but it is to everybody out here. Dumb. Yeah. Dummies. There you go. <laughs> well, and, and anyway, to me, that's what's so correct. frustrating, Mary, that that the, you don't have to be a Thomas Sowell economist to figure out that if you reduce the supply of oil, the price is going to go up. And yet Washington can't figure out something that literally a six-year-old can grasp. Well, this, the really sad thing is Biden sees it as a good thing because yes. it's going to push us closer exactly. to more electric vehicles. But then we're going to overload the electric grid and they'll have <laughs> to black us out because, as usual, they're not thinking things through. Yeah. Mary, they're you, making you may have heard me. Decision. Yeah, you you may have heard me. I've told this story several weeks ago, but I'm going to tell it again because you made me think of it. I saw a car on the highway, and it was an electric car, and the bumper sticker on there was, "My car runs with on zero emissions," and I thought, oh, and oh, I thought, crap. I thought, I thought you're a moron because when yes. you plug your car in, where do you think that electricity's coming from? It's coming from oh, a coal-fired coal. plant. Or a natural gas-fired plant, and and it, it, what do you think? The electricity comes from lightning. I mean, it right. it comes right. from somewhere, and they just yes. they just don't get that, and it drives me crazy no. when people yes, are ignorant. When people are ignorant, and they enjoy being ignorant. I, right. I, I thought oh, the goal correct. was to learn in life, not to be ignorant and fat and happy your whole life. Right. Yes. 
Yes, but they have small minds. Small so, minds. Anyway, well, have a great night. Thank Good you. Hey, you, Mary, I'm so glad you called. Thanks for calling in. Okay, have a great night. I Bye. shall, and you too. You know, we we were talking about uh, we were talking about some uh, the gun issue because of the Supreme Court decision that came out this morning, and uh, I do have to mention one other thing because I'm just waiting for President Biden to say this, and I. I kind of ragged on him a couple of weeks ago on this issue, but I want to come back to it because he likes to say phrases over and over again. And one of the phrases that he likes to say when talking about gun control is, you you know, we're talking about how we can regulate guns, which I agree with. You can regulate guns. But his point is, well, when the Second Amendment was drafted, you couldn't go out and buy a cannon. And he likes to give that as an example to say it's okay that even under the Second Amendment, it's okay to regulate guns. Well, it is okay to regulate guns under the Second Amendment, but every time he says you couldn't buy a cannon when the Second Amendment was enacted, he's completely wrong. You could, in fact, buy a cannon. You could, Anyone, any citizen could go and buy a cannon in, in 1787 when the Constitution was ratified. Anyone could buy a cannon. They were sold anywhere. There was no, you didn't have to have a picture ID to buy a cannon. You didn't have to have, you know, get a, a, a no one had to come and, and check your background to buy a cannon. You could buy any cannon you wanted, literally until the 1930s. So every time he gives that example, I always laugh, and I'm just waiting for him to give that example again. Larry's been holding for a while. Hey, Larry, welcome to CamoX. Brad, how are you? I'm doing great, sir. Great to hear you. So you're doing great. Well, I, I, you know what? I'm doing okay other, That's good. outside of the government. But my, my argument is this. So the lady will call it go. I think she said it's, a, you know, they don't understand economics. You know what? I think the whole thing's contrived. In what I way? I think they know, exa- they know exactly what they're doing. Let me tell you what. Okay. So they want to give they want to give you they want to give you eighteen cents off on federal. Ooh, federal I'm all a tingle. Tax. I'm all a tingle on that one. Okay, here we go. So they <laughs> want to give you eighteen cents off. That money, that eighteen cents has already been funded. It's already been funded for other. And so what they're going to do is they're going to give you the eighteen cents off, and then they're going to cry, and then they're going to pour more money in the economy, and then it's just going to be worse. The inflation's going to be worse. The recession's going to be worse. These people are not Americans. They are anti-Americans. It's contrived. It's pathetic. <laughs> Larry, it's, you, this government is pathetic. It's Larry, not for you the read and by the people. Larry, you read my notes, buddy. I've got this article right in front of me that makes every point that you just made. Are you? Do you have like a webcam that you're looking over my shoulder and reading my notes? Because that'd be kind of creepy. I'm watching. I'm watching. I got the sound on. I'm watching Laura Ingram, and then I got. <laughs> I like uh, two forty-eight. I mean, I try to stay abreast of the news. I appreciate uh, it, but you're what the points that you made, Larry, are exactly right. The 18 cents if they waive the federal gas tax will do nothing other than increase the deficit. And yep, exactly. And as we learned, as we learned in the 1980s, I'm always in favor of tax cuts. But when you do tax cuts, you also have to cut spending. And that was my complaint about Republicans in the 80s, that they were mm-hmm. all excited about tax cuts, but they would never reduce spending. And when you cut taxes and don't reduce spending, that's how our deficits get increased. So if Biden wants to eliminate the 18 cents per gallon tax, federal tax, tax federal gasoline tax, fantastic. 
but what are you going to cut to make that happen? And the answer, of course, is nothing. Right. So on the Second Amendment, weren't you just talking about the Second Amendment a minute ago? I was, and I, and I wasn't in the first hour as well. Okay, so I didn't catch you. You know, I really think KMOX has done, and I know you're an employee, but I'm going to say this anyways. I think KMOX has done a disservice to the elderly in the evening that used to rely on talk radio. There is no talk radio on KMOX in the evening anymore. Ryan Recker was fabulous at it. He's no longer an employee, from my understanding. But whatever. So if you read the Second Amendment, they were very explicit. They used the word shall. Yes. There's no There's no sneaking out of the word shall. This is the way it's going to be. There's no red law flags and all this other nonsense. You don't have to prove that you have to have a gun. The Second Amendment already provides it. That's all you need to know. You don't need to hear all this scuttlebutt about the Second Amendment. Shall is the word. Wow. I can't, I can't uh, improve on that, Larry. Oh, I know we have to take a break, but thank you so much for calling in this evening. Love listening to you. All right, my friend. Great to hear your voice. Right. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, we're going to take a break here. When we come back, I want to chat with uh, producer Matt Pajeski about Alexa. Yes, I'm going to try to change the subject a little bit. Talk about Alexa. So stick around. We'll be right back on X. Local news and information direct to your smart speaker. Just say, play KMOX. You know, I've got an Alexa at home, and uh, I use it to listen to KMOX a lot. It's great. Use it to listen to all kinds of things. But I want to bring in Matt here. You you don't have you don't have an Alexa, do you? No, I do not. But you you're familiar with it. yes. And if you could have Alexa talk in a voice other than the Alexa voice, how would you want Alexa to talk to you? Oh, boy. Maybe uh, something kind of sexy, if, if I could say that. Maybe like a, <laughs> like a Farrah Fawcett kind of voice or something to, you know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'd go with. Well, I, I do know, and I, I was so tempted. It wasn't the money. It was only a dollar. But when I hooked up Alexa last, last year or two years ago, then I got an email stating that for a, if all I had to do was pay $1, I could have Alexa talk to me in the voice of Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, wow. Which I, <laughs> I don't think it's going to be cursing like Samuel L. Jackson. No. But it would be kind of cool to have, to have Samuel L. Jackson because he went in to, to uh, uh, Amazon and they digitally, he digitally recorded a bunch of words and then they could put it all together to, to have a conversation and talk to you. As if it's Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. And I thought that was cool. But in the news today, I saw something that I thought swerved like at an Indy 500 10-car crash-up. It swerved from cool to creepy. Because Alexa right now is working on where if you've got sampling of someone's voice. I think I know where this is going, actually. You, you could. Yeah, you could see it. If you got a sampling of somebody's voice, Alexa can start to mimic that, even dead people. That's that's what I instantly thought of. So would you want your dead grandmother no. talking to you through your Alexa? No. Never. No. And so, see, uh, oh, Dane's going, oh, I'm not so sure. Maybe so, maybe yes. But 
while I think it would be cool to have someone who's consented to that, yeah. and it would be funny to have Samuel L. Jackson tell me the weather in the morning. That would be really cool, right? I don't want my dead grandmother talking to me through through Alexa to tell me it's time to get out of bed in the morning. I think when you get your license, you know, they, they ask you if you, if you want to be an organ donor. I think they need to start asking you. And when you go, you know, do you want do you consent to have your voice be lended to, yeah. to Amazon technology? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say no. Yeah, I don't want my no. voice because I don't want my great-great-grandchildren going, listen to this schmuck. Uh, he, <laughs> yeah. He's not even alive, but here's what he's going to be telling you to do. And I, how long would that take to record all of those different... Well, I think the thing is, is that they've gotten it so good at with the technology okay. that you could oh. take limited limited words yeah. and then use a sampling of the tone and then recreate other words. Whereas Samuel L. Jackson had to say he had to read like a, the entire dictionary into Alexa to sample it, but now they've gotten better at it. Gotcha. But uh, that's a, that is just, that is just creepy. Yeah. And I hope that that doesn't come around. One thing that's not creepy, and I want to make sure we get to this because I was having a conversation with Kevin Colleen tonight when I got to the station. And he played me his whole nother story uh, for tomorrow. And he said, hey, I'll give you my blessing. This is from Kevin Colleen, you know, rock star at Camel X. I'll give you my blessing to play this whole nother story on a Thursday night. It's like an early drop. You get a head start on everyone else listening to Kevin Colleen. But it's about All in the Family. And it's so funny because I grew up as a kid watching All in the Family. I'm going to tell you a couple of stories about that. But here is Kevin Colleen. From Television City in Hollywood. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played. Songs that made the hit parade. Guys like us, we had it made. Those, Those were, were the days. days. Somewhere between I Love Lucy and Seinfeld, <laughs> there was this show called All in the Family. I was 11 when it came out, didn't pay much attention, but I do remember it was the show that our parents had to watch and they laughed at. The main character was Archie Bunker, who in one scene meets his future son-in-law, Mike Stivick. Anything interesting in the paper? Yeah, 200 arrested in Vietnam Day peace demonstration. 200. They should have thrown a whole bunch of them in the can. Look at that picture there. Here they are. Throwing all kinds of junk and debris at officers of the law. Desecrating on the American flag. What the hell are them peace sticks want, anyhow? Well, I think they just don't like the idea of America fighting an illegal and immoral war. Well, if they don't like it, they can lump it. <laughs> Take it down the road and dump it. Most of the arguments between Archie and Mike ended the same way. Let me tell you something, Mr. Bunker. No, let me tell you something, Mr. Stivic. You are a meathead. <laughs> Archie's wife, Edith, put up with a lot, but not always. Run them whites past me once again. <laughs> I ain't gonna call Estelle, and I ain't gonna write her, neither. My mind is made up. Case closed. And Archie's daughter, Gloria, who's married to Mike, also puts Archie in his place sometimes. Hey, put him up. See if you remember anything I taught you with the dukes, huh? Come on, put him up. No, Get him Daddy, up. Get him Daddy, up. Daddy, Come on. Why are you doing? Hey, Daddy, hey, look out for that one. Stop it. Yeah. Daddy, I'm too old for this now. I'm not your little girl anymore. Don't you never tell me that. Rewatching All in the Family, it's not just the show, 
But it's the plaid clothes, the avocado greens, the 1970s long hair and Archie's sideburns, and the memory that your parents watched the same thing you're sitting there watching when they were middle-aged and you were a teenager, and everyone thought we would be all in the family forever. With a whole other story, I'm Kevin Killeen. So my my remembrance of All in the Family was in the, on the 70s. I was a kid. My dad watched it. But my dad didn't understand that they were making fun of Archie Bunker. So when he would agree with Archie Bunker, I would be like, hey, Dad, you know they're, they're mocking Archie Bunker. No, no, no. He's a good-thinking kind of guy. Uh, dad, they're, they're, they're mocking him. He's not up there for you to admire. They're making fun of him. He, he wouldn't get it. So I don't know if you had that experience. But I did, and uh, I still watched it. But then when my dad would say, oh, yeah, he's a right-thinking kind of guy. Dad, please don't say that in public, all right? Don't (laughs) Don't say that in public. Hey, thanks for staying up with us uh, tonight on At Your Service. Coming up next, Dave Glover on KMOX. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.